Hey, what's going on, everyone? Um, I want to thank everybody for joining us for episode number 34 of the Get Hook Podcast. Uh, as always, this is your boy, Hook. I'm sitting with your favorite, Chris. Chris. <laughs> All right, so I really appreciate everybody for joining us. So uh, today, guys, we're going to be talking about uh, the importance of, of uh, communication in relationships. Uh, now, when we talk about communication and relationships, this is not exclusive to just romantic relationships. It can be relationships with your friends, your family, colleagues, whomever, uh, just relationships in general. Uh, communication is definitely key, um, um, but we're definitely going to be talking about it. Uh, so, Chris, what do you think? Wow. Um, communication is key to everything. This is some of the things we were talking about uh, the movie that is discussing with Judas and the Black Messiah, with relationships, workers, with family, friends, everything. Any kind of relationship we have, communication is either going to be the thing that makes it or the thing that destroys it. So it's um, huge for us to talk about it because it's not just being heard or hearing someone. It's the understanding of what you're taking in, the taking inventory and comprehension is the biggest one absolutely and um we have our panel here and they're going to um elaborate more on, on what communication means to them and and all the the nuances of a uh, communication period um i'll go ahead and give them an opportunity to introduce themselves deanna we'll go ahead and start with you all right well thank you for having me on the panel um so my name is deanna booker i'm the owner operator of the booker agency I am a business and workforce development consultant. Uh, been in business since 2008, and um, I help individuals. Ironically enough, I teach communication in the workforce, so that's one of my top workshops that I do in corporate and in different manufacturing settings as well. But um, yeah, so I am a business and workforce development consultant. All right, thank you for joining. Thank you. Hello, I am DJ Princeis. I'm a the living D, what you got? Well, my name is Daniel. I go by D. Um, first and foremost, man, um, I'm a father of two beautiful teenagers that drive me crazy. Um, I am the associate director for Palmetto Pride, which is a nonprofit organization here in Columbia uh, that's focusing on our black youth getting involved in sports that they don't normally do. So we're doing like volleyball and lacrosse, etc. I'm kind of a jack of all trades because I'm also an internet sales manager for JT's Automotive. And I also am the owner and operator of Sports Club 365. Y'all see more about that in the upcoming months. But uh, that's pretty much it. I'm just blessed to be on the platform with the infamous living legend, DJ Prince Ice. I'm, I'm happy right now. I'm good. So. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Quanta, bring us on. Hey, guys. I'm Tom. 
Um, I'm a fraud analyst for uh, for then Bank of America, now Capital One. Um, and uh, I have an eight-year-old son. Ooh, communication there. Quite difficult. difficult. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. I understand. Um, and so, but for I haven't been in a relationship for five years, so it's it's uh, quite amazing to see how communication has diminished over the last few years that I've been single, and it's we just need to do better. <laughs> and I think that's something that we can uh, we can all agree on. Uh, communication is definitely like lacking. Um, but we're gonna get into it, man. We're gonna go, we're gonna go ahead and dive in. Um, audience, make sure that you react, comment, and share. We do want to hear your commentary as well. Um, so let's go ahead and get this thing cracking, man. So uh, the first thing I want to ask you guys: um, How would you individually? And feel free to jump in. You know, you don't have to go in the same order. Get in where you fit in. But how would you describe good or effective communication? Give your definition or description. When you are both seeing change, when you both seeing what you're saying being followed through, um, um, basically, yeah, I think that you'll see change in the next person or the person that you're communicating with or in a relationship with or even a friendship. You voice your opinion, you voice how you feel, um, and then you see that person um, kind of taking what you're saying into consideration and kind of following through with what you're saying. So when you both see change, affect each other. That. Good communication is listening. When you're listening, when you're listened to, you feel appreciated when someone hears you and they listen. It's like if I say I like the color blue and I like to eat at Halls and then, you know, a, a holiday comes up and you get something blue while you're eating at Halls and you realize you listen to me. It's, it's a valuing thing. And not just like she was saying, you know, relationships but with your children, because even though we, we as mothers and fathers, you know, we we preach for our kids to listen to us. They like for us to listen to them, too. And, and that's a biggie. And sometimes that's tough for us to do. But it's when you when you feel heard and when someone hears you. So good communication, effective communication is listening, it, which is weird because we think it's speaking, but it's the other way around. Right. And I mean, to kind of piggyback off of what you're saying, me, me, Crystal, me and you talk all the time about it. Um, the thing about communication, healthy communication is, we as humans, we have a tendency to communicate without the intent of listening. And I just believe that's fact. I mean, we don't listen to understand. We listen to respond. You don't listen to really understand the other part. And like you said, it's not just about romantic relationships. It's about business worlds, it's about life, kids, friendships, whatever the case may be. Um, I, honestly, I, I'm glad to be on it because, I mean, I think communication is like the oxygen to life. Like, without it, you're destined to fail. So, Quan, are you looking? <laughs> no, I'm just bringing with it. It's oxygen. Like, that was just a great point. Like, it if, was. You're not, if you're not listening, what are we doing? What's going on? It, 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 that was a great point. I, that was that took the option right out of me. 
Perfect. <laughs> I agree. I absolutely agree. Absolutely. I'll say communication is two way, and I think that ties into what everybody else has said. It's a two way conversation. So we have to make sure that both parties are putting their their thoughts and their feelings in it, and the other is listening and and waiting, you know, for the the dialogue in it. So you know, a lot of times people communicate and they just want to get whatever it is that they have and they want to say get it out and be done with it. But it's a two way conversation. So having that um, dialogue to get a good understanding of what each is saying is important. There's a scripture that says, "If you slow to speak, quick to listen." And mm-hmm. so. We have to remember that fact because uh, sometimes we have good intent when we're listening to someone that we want to jump in and try to help. And sometimes it's not about uh, adding to, the, to what they're saying; it's just really letting them say whatever they have to say. But sometimes people just need to speak, and, and they just really most of the time just need to listen. To them. Uh, and that's in every relationship. Uh, think about it. If you didn't listen in school, you missed it. And, and, and that goes with everything in relationship, business, personal, and especially personal. That's like as Connor uh, was saying. That's why a lot of things don't keep staying connected because how can you know what someone's going or feeling if they're telling you in different ways? Listening is not just what you do. Sometimes you just watch what they're saying with their eyes and their uh, bodily expressions. I'll tell you everything, especially facial. It's hard um, because it's, it's it's like anything else in life. It's so easy to talk about, but it is the toughest thing in the world to do, especially in conflict. If I'm trying to get a point across and someone else is trying to get their point across and we're both like, you're not hearing me, but everybody wants to make sure that they're able to say and feel and feel and say no one's hearing anything. You're both just yelling to be heard. Um, and it's tough. It's that's one of the hardest things in work relationships and romantic relationships, especially when there's a conflict. Yeah, and um, you, you guys all made really great points. Um, and I think the, the biggest takeaway here for me is listening. I think that that's the, the biggest thing that's really missing. Oftentimes when we talk, we want to get our point across and we want people to understand where we're coming from. But are we really taking the time to understand where they're, they're coming from? You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's, that's one thing I can say about my way of communicating is that not only do I want to, you know, I, I don't really care about getting my point across. You're going to hear me, so I'm going to talk about it. But at the same time, more so, I want to understand where you're coming from because I already know my stance. But I, I think that we need to find a common medium. And with communication, it, it really has a three-pronged effect. You have to be able to listen. After you've listened, you have to be able to understand. After you've understood, then you have to be able to take action and, and you know, work towards course correcting and doing whatever is needed. So, again, that's, that, that's some really great uh, answers, some really great commentary. For that, I really appreciate. Um, so I do want to ask you guys, why and when do we need communication? You need communication in everything at all times. You, you there's there's not a time you can't communicate you know I um I tell my teenager even my younger children I said that I'm going to teach them how to speak up because I realized in this world of the internet in this world of 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 thumb gangsters they don't know how to communicate I can say hey can you go tell the lady that you want a soda unless she can tweet it and that tweet it snapchat it she can't say it none of them can and I realized that communication is an art. 
everybody can't do it. Some people can do it in their comfort zones, but when you communicate with everybody, it's hard to do. Um, you do it in everything. I communicate when I go to McDonald's. I communicate when I go to work. I communicate when I pray. I communicate when I, if my mouth is open, I'm communicating. So I'm realizing that that's a learned thing because the way I communicate at 35 is not the way I communicate at 13. It's a learned experience. It's failures. It's mishaps. It's, hey, you know what? I don't think running behind you and yelling at you hurts. So I'm going to try saying it, you know, lighter, different, maybe more loving approach and hope that fixes it. There's never a time you don't communicate unless you're asleep. Communicate then if you talk and you sleep. I mean, you can't do that. And then you communicate stuff that might get you in trouble. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. uh, Communicating completely and everything is letting everyone know. You're just being straight up. And yes, me, yes, and no, and no, and you're coming right at it. So if someone's asking how you feel, you want to get right to it. Um, yeah. Much more to think. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's kind of like you're saying, I mean, I, I keep it simple with it. I mean, it's kind of like my grandfather taught me growing up. Closed mouths don't get fed. It's just, it's just that simple, especially being in the world of being an entrepreneur and wanting to become more of an entrepreneur, those mouths do not get fed. You have to talk, you have to be able to communicate, you have to be able to, it's the foundation for any relationship, regardless if you're talking again about being romantic or being a friendship or professional, it's literally the foundation for building any relationship is communication. And of course, this is me now talking in my mid-30s as opposed to me <laughs> 17, 18, right. but Life experience is the best teacher. I mean, Crystal's 100% right. It's communication is the, it's the building block. Absolutely. I think, too, we have to be mindful of knowing our audience. Right. Like, you got to know who you're talking to. So, you know, me communicating with my 21-year-old son is a completely different conversation than talking to my daughter who's still in high school. Right. And, right. and, and the way that we communicate, you know, communicating with my 21-year-old son and a grown adult male is still going to be different. And when I'm in a business setting versus when I'm in a social setting. So it's important to know your audience and even, you know, not to take it to business, but, you know, we all communicate and retain information differently. That's true. Some people, you can just say it and they get it. Some people, you got to kind of write it out so they can see it to get a better understanding. You might have to talk a little slower. Some people, they might need some hands on, like, no, I don't quite get what you're saying. So we got to know our audience, too, because, you know, I talk to people where I talk with my hands. And for some people, this is very offensive. <laughs> they can't stand it. But I talk with my hands. So now I'm like, put my hands up under my arms. But um, no. so we got to know our audience, too, when we're communicating, because that impacts the message. That's true. That's very true. Knowing knowing your audience and how to communicate with them, because the way I explain stuff to my six-year-old is definitely not how I'm going to talk to my 14-year-old, but the way I talk to my friends is not the way I'm going to talk to, you know, my counterpart at work. And and the way I talk to someone I'm romantic with is not the same way I'm going to talk to my kids. You do have to switch up. Different hats require a different voice and a different way of communicating. Um, and, And the different generations, you know, I always go back to, like Dee was saying with, you know, DJ Prince Ice, 
we heard something different. It's one thing to listen to a radio station and hearing a DJ talk to you versus listening to Apple Music all day because we got to hear people articulate their words. So we come from a generation where there are trigger words. We know how to get our point across by saying different things differently. I may use a different wording or dialect or synonyms and antonyms when I talk to different people versus just giving everybody the same thing because I've always been one, you gotta feel it when I say it. I need you to feel it because if you feel it, you receive it different. If I talk over your head, you're gonna miss the whole memo. I like what you just said, connecting the two, uh, coming from the radio aspect, and like uh, even how you brought out uh, technology, uh, it's a disconnected communication, and that's what really wrecks the relationship. Work, personal, manic, family, friends, that disconnect, because, you know, the example, like you were saying, Family would be out there, and they're texting each other instead of talking to each other. That's true. You know? Now, here's where that works fine. You invite her out at the restaurant, and she'll text me, look at that, rather than saying it out loud. So, <laughs> it's a catch 22. And that's a different phrase versus saying that out loud, and the person hear you, you look over and they got an outfit, and you're like, why did they leave home with that? But, but it's different when you're the communication now, you know. We really, it's good and bad, uh, like say social media. People will say things on social media they would not say to their face. Uh, uh, one dude came for me on Twitter one time and I said, 1900 find you That's all I said. He hasn't talked to me since. <laughs> I'm not a thug. But I do not like keyboard thug. Right. I don't um, and, and that's the sad part about the, the communication level of where we are now. Like, and that was the thing, you know, I'm thankful to be here on this platform because a lot of people have gotten to know over these decades personally just by seeing some of you out and saying hello. And, you know, it's good to see you and then to be here with you. We literally all grown up together. <laughs> so, literally. We're all up together. You have been our DJ <laughs> since we can remember. <laughs> right. Um, but it is a different... It, the, social media has been great because it allowed you to keep in contact and be personal with the people that you would never have been personable with. But most all of us are grown, grown, grown. So we're in a different generation. We can handle this social media world because we communicate through this. But I can walk up to Kwana and, and talk to her outside of here and hold a great conversation. I can walk up to Deanna and we can have a personal conversation and a business conversation. I can talk to Hook on the internet for three days straight and we can see each other in person and do the same thing. You can get a new generation of kids out and they can talk online for eight hours. You put them in a room and it is mute. Right. Yeah, definitely. Because they cannot communicate. I remember one time talking about just communication. This is when the internet was really thriving. When we were we were trampling over from the MySpace to the Facebook world, and we were at a party um, somewhere off of Two Notch Road. You were DJ, and this is when I could tell the world was changing. Nobody was dancing. Like all the music was playing, but nobody was dancing. And he stopped it, <laughs> and he said. I did. We are not going to stand around and look at each other. Guys over here, girls in this corner, we are coming back together like we used to. We received that in a way that we were hot, sweating, and struggling by the time the party was over. And we were all over 
dealt with again. But we didn't take it personal when he told us that because we knew what he was talking about the way that things used to be. You can get on a mic right now and communicate that to a room full of people and they're still just gonna put their phones up and they're gonna Snapchat what they're doing versus coming together. We're losing original communication. We're losing person to person. We're, you, we're losing the true art of communicating. That's why relationships are failing. That's why it's easy to slide into a DM and create a situation quicker than it is to approach a person and actually talk to them and get to know them. That's why parents are raising kids they don't know. You come into emergency rooms or Alvin S. Glenn and you're like, I can't believe my kid did this. Well, do you know that child? We're not not talking anymore. No, they was picking up the speaker phones and listening to our conversations. But they they heard us. We're we're missing that that voice because everything is is words now. Yeah. And Quan, is there anything you wanted to add to uh, this question? Why and when do we need communication? All the damn time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and a good I was made told my son get fed. Because I was never the one to speak up. I was always the one to passively just go along with everything and then aggressively talk to a friend of mine to say, oh, I couldn't have done that. I felt like I was talking to it. Just horrible. Just didn't know how to assert myself in certain, certain conversations. Um, but literally, I just had to know who was. Know my audience, mm-hmm. so it made make me a lot better. Um, when I knew who I was talking to, um, especially if I knew what I was talking about, make me push a lot easier. Um, and again, with something, like I'm a talker and communicated great coming up, um, and not, uh, so she communicated us through what excuse me, she communicated with us. Exactly. Definitely. And you guys made some really good points and a couple things. Um, uh, I forget who it was, but somebody mentioned uh, learning how to really speak up for yourself. And that's that's a challenge that I'm having with my daughter now. If it's something that she's not in trouble about, she communicates great. When it's something that is uncomfortable for her, she kind of shuts down, puts her head down and is whispering. I'm like, no, when you talk to people, whether it's good or bad, you look them in the eye and you you speak up. I want to teach her that now so she doesn't struggle with it later because that's something I had struggled with uh, growing up. But she'll go in the room and she'll text it to me. I'm like, no, I'm I'm here now. So why are you texting me? And we're right here in the same house. Um, Effective communication. It can save lives. It can save marriages. 
It can even mend broken relationships. Um, all because of miscommunication. We may not we may not be talking to somebody now who we genuinely have love for, but because we're either too prideful or don't really know how to effective, effectively communicate our feelings, you know, that's a, a relationship a relationship that we've lost. Uh, Deanna said it best, know your audience. You gotta know who you're talking to. When I'm talking, I talk with my hands as well. Um, so I'm not offended when people talk with their hands. But when you got, cause you, I know dudes, I was raised in the hood, y'all. I know dudes in the hood when they talking. They be like, this right here, you know. And with me, that means you want to throw them hands. So automatically, I'm, I'm backing up a little I'm backing up a little bit. And I'm like, okay, let me. Right. Like, I ain't going to throw the first punch, but I ain't going to be the first one to get hit either. So, so, you know, but you have to be careful. You have to really be mindful about, you know, your audience and who you're talking to. And this next question I'm going to ask, um, we'll see how it goes, man. But is there a difference in the way that women communicate versus the way that men communicate? Yes. 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 <laughs> the funny thing is the older I get, the funnier, you know how they always had to think women are for Venus and men are from Mars and all this stuff like that. And you'd be like, I don't know. When you're younger, you hear it, but you don't know what it means. Um, there was a situation one day, I will never forget it. Um, a man might say, I mean, you know, I'll do my best. And a woman takes that as, are oh, you just not going to do it? And he's like, no, I really meant I'm going to do my best. I mean, just then just say yes or just say no. And he's like, no, I'll do my best. We interpret that totally different. We take it as, is that a yes or a no? And that turns into a whole new argument. Because we're like, just say what you mean and mean what you say. And they're like, I am. We, it's a, understanding is totally different. Y'all speak one language, we speak another. And, and, and that's a hard thing with communicating because we can't get that moment. You'll create a whole new argument from the original argument just because of the words you used. In a, in a relationship, and I think that's kind of really the key part that we might have to, have to hit on. It's not what you, it's, some, it's not even what you say, it's how you say it. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. One thing I tell them, um, I'll talk about, I'll, I'll, I'll go from a couple of things. My daughter used to say something. Daddy, I ain't scared of you. I said, I don't want you to be scared, I want you to be scared. Mm-hmm. The first time I said that, she said, what do you mean? I said, be prepared for my response when you come to Rome and my reaction. I said, now, I'm not going to do anything crazy. I said, but I want you to be able to say whatever you think. But know that I'm going to say what you need to hear the way you need to hear it. Uh, you know, uh, and that came from a lot of different things, though. When she was younger, you're dealing with uh, the approach of young men to now being older with kids. Yeah. Jeep on now or Papa Yeah. I don't look like a papa, but there is <laughs> and this and the thing that never changes with your relationship you're you with your with your mate is that part of being very communicative. You know, what's the easiest thing that we always have the biggest uh try to pull teeth with? What do you want? Whatever you want. Right. What do you want? I you know, it's hard for women to communicate what we want. Um, we, I mean, and, and don't get me wrong, it, it's not hard, but it is because it's one of those things where, as women, we're told so long, growing up, especially the older generations, hush. You know, we'll do this, hush. 
you'll do this, hush, you'll do that. So you're kind of always struggling to find the right way to say something, the right tone to say something in. The right, it, you get older, like she was saying, speak up for yourself. If some people, if you're comfortable, you can say everything you need to say. And in other situations, you can never find the right words to get out what you're trying to get out. And that's a big struggle that I've seen a lot of people have. It's like, if you always were told, no, that's wrong, no, be quiet, no, do this. And they're like, what do you want to eat? Maybe y'all want to go, I don't care. Because you, you you're avoiding conflict at that point. It's almost like, I don't care, whatever you want to do is a trauma response. It's not a real response. That's very unique that you said trauma because that's where a lot of that stuff comes from. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah sometimes we're scared to say what you would really feel. Even if it's simple, like you said, wanting something to eat because someone made you feel bad for you and said, you want that? I don't want that. So I'll say, hey, tell me what you don't want. We'll get it, whatever you do. But yeah, that, that, that part of the classic stuff that was down before saying, we're the generation that have to change all of them. And see, that was the point that I was waiting to make. I feel like, I hate that kind of question because it's, it's so general, but I feel like society's conditioned us, men and women, on how you're supposed to move and act, what you're supposed to say, what you're not supposed to say. Like you say, Crystal, you're trying to say it the right or wrong way. For y'all that don't know, Crystal, that's my sister. I love her to death, that's my dog. When I'm down, that's who I talk to. If she's going through something, I'm who she talked to, whatever, whatever. She's saying that she got problems communicating personal relationship. Me and her talk perfectly just fine. She's seen me when I'm vulnerable. She's seen me when I'm strong. It's just, like I said, it's just for whatever reason, it doesn't always carry over to your, your personal relationships and things like that. That's the part that I feel like we as people have to work on. Creating a safe place for people to communicate. Right. Um, like I said, trauma responses. If you grew up with someone who screamed at you all the time, right. or you were in a relationship with someone that everything you said was a problem, or someone that just made you feel bad about certain things, two things come out of it. One, you lose your voice. Mm -hmm. But two, you always make sure that anyone who comes to you, you create a safe place for them to talk to. And, and I've always been big on that. I'm always gonna give it to you, you know, raw and uncut, but I'm always gonna always be that safe place you can talk to. We gonna talk this way. If you cuss, cuss. If you don't cuss, don't cuss. But be able to be you in that moment because unless a person can be them in that moment, you're never gonna get the truth out of them in any moment. Right. I don't want a representative. Right. I want you. If I talk to Kwana and Kwana, if you you know you feel like you want to speak up, speak up. If I talk to Hook and he want to use his hands, or D you want to use your hands, or Deanna use yours, use it. If, if music is your language, language speaking lyrics, I know music, but do what makes you comfortable. Because so many of us have been made uncomfortable. You say this is a problem. You speak like that, it's a problem. You say a certain way, you're dumb. If you say this certain thing, you're vulgar. You're not. You can say what you want to say and still be you. We are such a I don't judge, but I judge the society <laughs> that we're not talking and saying what we really mean. Right. Let me cut if I want to cuss. If I want to use any other type of words, let me use it. Right. It don't make me a bad person because I have bad words. It don't make me any less Christ-like or any less I love God-like. I'm not less of a Christian because I use a different words. Stop being hung up on what I'm saying or the words I'm using and hear me comprehend it. Because if you can pull the meat and potatoes out of what 
I'm coming through you with, chew the meat and split the bones. We don't do that. We're so busy trying to make it politically correct, we can't even get what we're trying to say out. Right. So yeah, men and women do speak totally different languages because everybody's walking on eggshells hoping not to say the wrong thing. Right. Right. And I think too, in relationships, we don't invest enough time communicating and getting to know each other. Like, if, if it's someone that I'm, I'm dating or, or choose to date, I need to know everything. I need to know where your mama, where your daddy, what was your relationship like with your mom, what was the relationship like with your dad, what was their relationship like? How was it like in the household growing up? What did you do yes. as a teacher? All of those things are important. Because if, if, you're, if you're someone that was raised in a household and you had a bad relationship with your mother, then yes, you're gonna have mama issues. And that's gonna come out in the way that you communicate with women, the way that you receive information from women, vice versa for men. So I tell anybody, I have daddy issues. I, 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 I dealt with rejection, so I'm always conscious of no's. If someone says no, I gotta make sure I tap into those feelings and make sure I'm not offended. Make sure it don't go there because right. it wasn't them that rejected me. That rejection, that's from that 17-year-old girl that was rejected by her dad. Right. So we got to know who we are and know our own baggage and then know the baggage of the person we're communicating right. with. That's the whole part. That's the whole part. Absolutely. Knowing your audience. You said a mouthful. That breakdown is huge because you're a part of your audience. Right. Be quiet up there. What you got, Kwan? My God, I'm sorry. I mean, my have been effective, um, and not always knowing what to say because I don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. I don't want to make it, and I hate conflict. I'm believer, so we just don't do it. I'm trying not to, I literally try not to talk to nobody at all whatsoever. And it just, it puts me in a bad place. It puts me in a bad space. I'm back to, so I just try not to create conflict or hurt anybody's feelings. So walking on eggshells when I'm trying to communicate how I feel to somebody, usually in a relationship is the hardest. It's always the hardest. I'm always left feeling, what can I do more for them to be able to understand how I'm feeling without me being able to tell them how I feel and hurt their feelings? Lord have mercy. Jesus, mercy. Absolutely. <laughs> and those were. <laughs> if communicating yeah, with someone like Kwanya, um, I would even ask the question, where did that come from? Right. Like, and then, then I would ask the question, go deeper. And I'd say, okay, yeah. go deeper than that. Because my dealing with rejection, like, I would go back, I had to go all the way back, and I remember that little girl, that 10 year old girl, and what happened when I was 10. Right? Those right. things that we put undercover and we don't deal with. Right. And it caused me to have bad relationships with females. I used to be like, I don't need friends. I don't need no female friends. Well, yes, we do. Right. Everybody needs a friend. It's right. the defense mechanism. Right. It was my defense mechanism. It was my barrier. So I had a hard time communicating with women. A hard time. Right. Men, I have tons of male friends, but I had no female friends because I had to deal with my baggage. And it was dealing with relationships in my childhood. So we have to go deeper self so that we can even be effective in our communication. Right. My cousin made me address some stuff um, during Thanksgiving. She made a comment one time. I said something about our childhood, and she was like, it, no, it wasn't like that. It was like this. And when she said it, it made me think about something. And I was like, but I'm not a cuddler. I hate cuddling. I hate people, you know, wanting to be on me. But it's because when we were younger, 
and you want to lay up under like you know my grandmother or something we hear move go away don't sit up so when you kept hearing that now when people come near me i'm like no nah, nah, don't touch me because before i get close to that it's something different and then one time i was cuddled and it wasn't a push away and now i realize there's a baby in me there's a little girl in me that loves it but it has to be a safe um but i've realized i did the same thing to my kids Mm-hmm. And, and I realized that that comes from there is a person inside of you that your defense mechanism, your your trauma response. Mm-hmm. And you don't even realize that you have those issues until you watch your own habit. Um, like we we had we had dealt with abrasive people in our family a lot. Mm-hmm. So now when I'm older and I communicate, there's a defense in me that I will let. La- I mean, I'm sweet and I'm kind, <laughs> but I will lash at you. The moment whatever you say triggers that that response out of me from what I've been through. So if it's a relationship and, and I feel that you're coming at me in a different way, my communication switches from I'm listening to now I'm defending and I'm fighting a battle that you didn't even start. Right. right. I'm fighting something from five years ago. I'm right. fighting a, oh, I bet you won't say this again. <laughs> and it's not even your fight. But it's something that you do have to deal with within yourself and you got to heal that because it will come out and it, it demolishes effective communication in future relationships whether it be with kids friends or romantic relationships right mm-hmm. go ahead Kwana. yeah i just i mean um i just as Deanna said i have daddy issues i can mm-hmm. remember um an early 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 age where my dad making promises and promises and promises and there's nothing but money like there was no time there was no film there was just oh well this is a thousand dollars because i can't come here or there's two hundred dollars because i said i was going to do something and i can't do it well here you go so it was just always left with with emptiness and it it's into what i kind of expect men to be doing right. when they're not doing what they're supposed to and yeah. and whether it's communicate or well, it, it, it whether it's anything, I felt like I'll come to because of those now, and then not knowing, not letting these guys know. Well, whenever you fuck up, I kind of want something in return. I I need something to be able to feel better for those feelings to be to be okay again. And ooh, Jesus, <laughs> oh, that's huge. That's yeah. that's real. And I don't. When you think about daddy issues, daddy issues, I, I'll put you on that one. But it wasn't daddy issues because I got empty promises. It was absence. Mm-hmm. So dealing with, um, when I got older, I always tell my grandmother, you prepared me for everything in this world but a relationship with a man. I wasn't prepared for that. Um, I can handle a job. I can run a house. I can run a business. I can run a nation. But a relationship and dealing with someone and male attention is something that I wasn't prepared for. And like she said, you know, you see the men in your life be providers. So you're used to the gifting and the getting, but you you will find yourself loving people the way that you want to be loved. So you're like, hey, as much as you give, I'm giving surprises. I'm over oversharing. You're over talking. You're trying to say, hey, I need this from you back because there's something in you that's screaming, I need this because you didn't receive this. And that does play a role in how you talk to people, how you deal with people, the whole nine yards. And Deanna made me think about that. We all have our own issues, be it daddy or mama issues or or bully issues or whatever it might be. But it, it's something that we don't really address. And we don't talk about um, 
how life was in the house. Now you mentioned that. How was it growing up? I people argue sometimes. So arguments hit different because as a child, arguments are dramatic. They're shaking. So I remember in a relationship when I would argue or arguments would start around my kids, I was shut down because my fear is there's a little girl inside because they're scared. And I would argue back, but then I would walk away feeling like, like I let you belittle me or I let you, you embarrass me or you break me, but I'm not scared of you. I just know what arguments do to little kids, so I shut down. Right. Because and there's a kid that still has that room shaking experience. That's right. And the key thing here, because um, when normally when we say daddy issues, we normally refer to women, uh, but men have daddy issues, too. Um, I I have or I guess I can say I had daddy issues, uh, but it wasn't until, you know, I sought help and I spoke to somebody where I started really understanding uh, like a lot of the things I went through as a kid. It was traumatic. I didn't see it as trauma, but it really was. Um, I didn't have a, a dad there, like on a day in day out basis, to show me how to treat a woman, how to how to properly treat a woman. So with me, you know, I'm just trying to get as much as I can, get as many notches under my belt. I'm not really trying to love anybody, but it wasn't until I got older that okay, I'm like, you know what? This is how I have a daughter now, so I have to be mindful about the things I say about women when 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 I'm in her presence, and you know, and I I tell my daughter all the time, you're beautiful, I love you. I don't want I don't want the first time she hears that she's beautiful coming from some knucklehead. I want her to. I, I need her to know that going into the relationship, you are good enough. So this. Whatever this, whatever this little boy promising you, your dad, he ain't, he ain't showing you nothing that your daddy already didn't. And uh, I think a lot of it is like we talk about, uh, uh, you know, having that go-to person that you can talk to. I think somebody earlier mentioned, you know, having that person. I know um, D and, and Crystal, you guys are obviously very close, and you can, you know, you can confide in her and vice versa. But I think you need that person that you can go to to make sure that, you know, uh, if you can't express yourself to anybody, you got to have that go-to person that you can actually express yourself to. Um, and another thing I've learned over the years is really being apathetic about what I say. You know, yeah, I think the, the the common phrase that we use now is I said what I said. That's kind of where I am now, you know, like, you know, and, and Chris will tell you, I was, I was just in Facebook jail, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago for saying what was on my mind. But, you know, it is what it is. Um, you know, people tell me people tell me, hey, stop saying nigga. I'm like, why? I grew up saying it. I'm, I'm probably I'm probably never gonna stop saying it. Now I dare any non-black person to say that to me. Then we got a problem. But if you're black, you can say it. That's kind of how I feel about it. But I think that when you say certain things, you have to be unapologetic about what you say. Um, you know, because I think oftentimes when we communicate, because uh, I had this problem too. I'm more so focused on the other person's feelings. If I say this, is this gonna hurt that person? But if I don't say how I feel, the only person that's hurting is me. So I think that. You have to be kind of selfish in that regard and let people know exactly where you're coming from. Um, and while we're talking about social media, what impact has social media had on the way that we communicate with each other? Or is there an impact at all? We're not intentional with what we say anymore. I don't think social media allows us to be intentional with what we say anymore. The, we just say whatever. Like I might get on here and go... Um, D has on a black hat and he should have had on blue. Uh, you know, you have a, a plant in your background that should have flowers. We we say stuff that we can say it now. We're not even intentional with what we're saying. We have no purpose in saying it. If you don't like it, keep scrolling. 
now we just say stuff just to say it. There's no, well, what was the purpose of those words? You know, we start any time minutes. It's unnecessary right now the way that we do stuff. There's something I came up with this phrase that uh, social media has made us anti-social. Mm -hmm. uh, it has. We detach from each other, and then, like, like we've been saying, people say stuff that they really wouldn't say in your face mm -hmm. and shouldn't say at all. Keyboard thugs. <laughs> yeah, because a trust. Keyboard thugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> I love because, like, especially for that you, you know you're a public. You're okay, good. I'm from Jersey. We check people, you know. Uh, we we. So what were you saying when we was on Facebook? Oh man, you know I was. No, explain that. <laughs> you know, cause I told you I said I said I said, I said like Barack Obama when somebody says, oh, "Let me explain something for you." <laughs> you know, when you get that, you know, let me talk to you. In that tone, that's the person saying, "Listen." Uh, they said, "Yo, listen." You know. Just be ready. They're gonna come as, as nice as they can, but they are not gonna. They're gonna be tactfully, straight up, no chasing, like a uh, raw shot of liquor. But they're not. And touch on something that uh, Deanna and Anna and said. You know, you come from a place where you're trying not to be what you've seen, what you've done. Mm -hmm. Like I mentioned, hook. You know, with men, we come from either not communicating because we haven't seen it or wanting to, uh, to communicate like we saw and or trying not to be what we saw. Right. Uh, you know, I've tried to be everything I need to be because I saw some stuff that people didn't see in the case before they called it domestic violence. It wasn't called domestic violence. You know what I mean? But when you see it, my promise I made to myself at 12 years old was I would never let a man do that to my sisters, to my daughters, and I would never do it to my wife. Um, so I used to, I've never been by, I fought once because somebody said something crazy to my sister. Once. Uh, I, I broke my arm and I break it, and this kid said something crazy to my sister, and I fought him and run him. <laughs> hey, I bet you won, though. <laughs> oh, my God. That's the one I'm whooping. But the thing that you get out of all of it is, especially the social media, people, they don't care. Man, okay, let's take in 2018. Uh, so many people heard that the yeah, car got broken into. I got robbed. A couple oh, on so Twitter. A couple on Twitter. Here we go with Twitter again. And they jump through Instagram. Because a uh, dude, dude comes up and says, Uh oh, Prince got robbed, son. It's like a conspiracy. Charlamagne need to get him drunk the other day. I was like, What's wrong with this nigga? And I had to catch myself. Right. And, and like you said, you want to say it, but in, in certain levels of life, you realize, hey, just because you can, sometimes you don't need to. Right. Um, but you do have to. So some, the thing that you realize is, yeah, sometimes you need to address it. It's just going to be the question of how. So I went in and I blocked him when his wife comes back and says, it must be true. And I said, hold on, first off, three words. I got robbed. Your husband's trying to clown me. Charlemagne's never going to diss me because that's family. Literally. 
I said, so why do you want someone to right. found them for something bad happening to them? So our car was broken into, and we didn't get a new this, I said, okay, there's an issue. You know, and so people use social media, uh, it, it's a, it, it makes up people's problems. People become more of something that they never had before. Right. That's the one thing about social media I will say I love, the block button. I control who's in my space. And it took a long time to grasp that concept. I don't have to look at you. I don't have to listen to you. I don't have to deal with you. I can remove you. If you're in my face, I got to walk away. I got to drive away. I got to close the door. I got to push you out. But on, my, on social media, I control who's in my bubble. And that's huge. You don't have to deal with these people. Fuck them. <laughs> I'm in a group on Facebook. Uh, and the topic of discussion at that time was uh, horrible sexual experience. And I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm not going to just names and locations, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> locations, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so I was going on about the experience and whatnot and, and whatever. And I jumped in on the live and said, hey, can I disclose? And I'm like, yeah, we had already talked about what we're going to disclose because we're in the same group same group of people, same circle, whatever. So we would talk about how we would disclose everything and what would be disclosed, but wouldn't be disclosed. I want to talk about those things because it just seems like it, it's a weird thing for me. It's like, I, it seems like not so much as I'm, I'm a conquest, I feel like I'm a trophy when that happens. And it, it puts me in a weird space. So I want, like, if you're going to disclose, don't have my name, just say the experience, and there you go. Move on to the move on to the So he decided to disclose locations and times and dates and just everything. Can we just talk about this? Like, what, what's going on here? So I guess I was saying things that he didn't totally agree with, um, and that he wanted to set the record straight by disclosing more things just like oh okay whatever so it all goes the day and um and i went to the next day uh they're reading they're looking at the live because a lot of satan and they're coming people are making posts and status about the live um because i guess they felt like i was a lady and i shouldn't have disclosed the things that i disclosed um, because, but I was like, but I didn't say names. It was my experience. You didn't know who it was until the person said, hey, it's me. And now I want to keep walking. Like, you didn't um, know. I didn't say But then I'm the one that called, oh, she's a whole hoe out here because she wants to, she wants to go out and, and disclose her business. Well, wait a minute, sis. If you were in my face, you wouldn't have said that first. Secondly, when experience with one person at that one time just classify me to be as a whole and we who knows I don't like conflict but you're not going to just call me out like um, what I'm not in a group full of 65 people what you're not going to do is that so I asked this hey y'all can let's 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 take this <laughs> 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 Y'all locations, 
see her in the club. Oh, oh God, so good. So she uh, was like, oh, I was like, so my friend's like, oh, so what was all that talked about? I didn't say anything. Again, I'm not the person to cause a lot of things on the outside. Like, if we're going to take this, let's talk about this and let's go somewhere where nobody else can see us. Because at, at the end of the day, I'm still a lady and I'm not going to conduct myself except when I'm outside amongst a lot of people. So, my friend, she's a little ratchet, she's a little whatever, and she decided to ask the girl what what was probably, oh, it was never, it just, you know, it, it just seemed like it was some type of way, and I kind of looked at it again, and it didn't look like the Hulk. I'm sorry, sister. Wait, if I'm, if I'm here, so, well, so for all of that, ooh, ooh, ah, but then here we go, face to face, just three days later, where is that same energy, sister? Like, you got... Thumb, you thumb thugs over the internet, but then I can't get you to say I feel why you said it, what was the issue. I think you want to hang out to understand, like what, what, sis, what, what happened? What was going on? Like, couldn't get her to talk about it, couldn't get her to explain herself. At that point, I was done with it. Clearly, I was, I, I was, I couldn't, she was threatened by my presence. By something that made her feel some on the internet and not be able to convey that and again I'm a super understanding person but again why sis what happened social media has a bad habit of of double standarding stuff so that man could have got out there and discussed his whole sexual experience and like Hook said because of notches on belts and different things they'd have been like yo that's this and that's that but the minute a woman says sex the minute a woman talks about having sex or or just sex in general the minute a woman uses sexual terms you can use it in private because apparently it's not wrong or sin as long as don't nobody know but the minute you come live the minute you have a discussion and you're a woman you're a problem you're inappropriate you're you're not a christian you're you're just everything under the sun now if you're a man you are the goat you are the lebron james world <laughs> but as a woman no. you if you do and that can that can be a <laughs> that's why she came to you and made the comment that she made because you're a girl you can't say that well you that can be a Honestly, that can be a topic in and of itself in terms of double standards and 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 you know things men men are allowed to do and women are women aren't allowed to do and and I, and I get it completely and um we got we got about five minutes left there guys I did want to and I want to get I want to give you guys individually an opportunity to give us some parting shots like what are what are some takeaways that you want the people to, to walk away with and D we'll go ahead and start with you. Uh well. One of your listeners actually wrote a comment saying, "While you're practicing your, while you're practicing, while you're practicing, excuse me, their peace, you can be disturbing your own by holding it in or walking on eggshells." I wanted to bring light to it because it kind of spoke to me. Two things I believe in in communication is accountability and truth. Truth can bring you the highest of joys, but it can bring you the greatest of pains. But it's always respected. It is necessary. You have to be accountable for your past. You you don't have to fix it. But at least acknowledge it, address it, begin to right. work on it, where you can effectively communicate with whoever, relationships, professionally, or whatever the case may be. You got to see yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Appreciate it, man. For sure. Kwana, what you got? 
right, so me communicate at all times, depending on, I don't don't care about how people feel, how they're gonna take it, what they're gonna say, just try to create your own peace by saying your peace and feeling your own peace. I mean, literally, just talk about it. Like, talk about it, whether somebody wants to talk about it or not, whether they feel up to it, whether they disagree, agree, whether they could not like it, who cares? Stand in your own, stand by what you're saying, stand ten toes, and don't care about what people say. Really, that's it. That's my favorite way of all of it. Ten toes down. (laughs) What you got, DJ? Hey, uh, anything like we were saying, uh, uh, when the lady made a comment, trying to the brothers you sometimes hold back on yourself. It's it's what you say and how you say it. Mm-hmm. Um, but and as Juan said, you know, if you're gonna say what you want to say, you you know, you're gonna be straight up with it. But you're also the communication main thing is: Are we trying to say what needs to be said, or are we trying to hurt feelings? Right. People so they don't care what they say. So less the better the way you communicate with a, a certain. Uh, understanding of how do you want it to be received. You can't help if they don't understand it, but you're going to try your best to say it so that they get the point without, you know, if you, you're not trying to be offensive, you're trying to do it just straight up without being offensive. If they take offense because of you straight up, you can't help that. Right. If especially if you're not trying to be offensive. Right. Uh, yeah, I can control what I say, but I can't control how you interpret it. I feel you. Ms. Booker, what you got? Well, I would say um, just be mindful and be intentional with your communication. You know, we can, we all, you know, have a point and something we want to convey, but be intentional and making sure we're taking the time to invest in properly communicating and having a healthy dialogue with somebody. And anyone can learn how to communicate effectively. You just have to be intentional about it. And someone made this comment in the comments about um, the love language book. I encourage all singles and couples to get that book and read it about the five love languages. It is the epitome of learning how to communicate, especially if you're in a relationship, but it's a great book. Absolutely. And again, this was a phenomenal conversation, guys. I really appreciate it. So Crystal, have we finally decided what we're talking about next week? Ucha, um, listen, I don't know, because we opened up a can of worms when we said uh, double standards. I mean, that kind of that might be one of the um, But I think in light of Valentine's Day just passing, and Valentine's Day always triggers a lot of people. Um, it triggers where you are, whether you're single or in a good or bad relationship. Situationship. So... <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that fact, man. Or you're in an entanglement with August. So listen. Um, next week we're going to talk about your bounce back, your comeback game. Like, how do you, how do you allow me to reintroduce myself? My name is Ho after you've done all the, the breakdown and the, and you know, the miscommunication, how do you rebuild yourself? So, uh, we're going to do that next week. We're going to talk about your comeback game. Make yeah. sure you come back strong. And I got a feeling that uh, double standards are going to be included because a lot of people have their opinion about um, with men, it seems to be okay. If per society, if we do it a lot sooner, but with women, 
you know, it, it's uh, it's kind of frowned upon if uh, I'm hey, hey I ain't sp- I'm speaking for, so- for society, not hook. This ain't hook talking. I'm speaking for society right now. <laughs> hey, but I I think it's gonna be really good, man. But again, for you guys, Quana, DJ Prince Sides, Deanna D, I really appreciate you guys for joining. This was very great, very great commentary. Um, and I think people have a lot of takeaways, man. So I really appreciate you guys joining, my homie Chris. As you always, your voice real deep. you say DJ Prince Ice, you gotta say the living legend. <laughs> the living legend. <laughs> you gotta say what we know. You gotta say the weekend. Hey, my voice is my voice don't get that deep, bro. My voice.